And welcome back to the Ford Taylor Talks podcast. I'm Pat Williams, your host, here with Ford Taylor. Ford, we are communicating. Absolutely. We love communicating. <laughs> we love doing it well. You know, we uh, were really um, able to record a couple podcasts back-to-back. Could be part one and part two, but the communication, uh, verbal and nonverbal, um, body language, choice of words, tone of voice, uh, all important. But there's another part to the to the communication journey that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So so we've talked about uh, communicating externally as we communicate outward. Uh, we we talked about it being 55 percent body language, 38 percent tone. In seven percent words, you know one of my favorite quotes is from George Bernard Shaw, and it goes something like this: "The biggest problem with communication is the illusion that it actually took place, because so much of communication is not just external; it's also how we listen." So, we know we love acronyms. You know, transformational leadership is is really um, I don't want to call it acronym based but you intentionally use acronyms to help us remember the tools. So uh, we're going to now talk about the slower listening model, S-L-O-W-E-R. Before we specifically get in for listening, if you ask people what were traits of exceptional leaders they've had in their career, either at home, at work, on a sports team, I think every single person would say, man, that person was a great listener. Absolutely. You'll hear that over and over again. It's one of the top skills, leadership skills, that people want to follow. They want to follow. One of them is a leader that will listen. And not only listen, but they felt heard. So listening, probably the most, um, because of phones now, like, can people just set their phones down and pay attention to what people are saying? I don't think there's anything more distracting or rude than being in a conversation with someone and they look down at their phone. Oh, yeah, I'm PW. I'm still growing up on that one myself. I mean, um, we actually give a tool in the training to rate yourself. You take an assessment on what kind of listener you are. And I took one as a listener, and it was really a good score. I was very pleased. But then I took it again during a time I'm thinking to myself, I'm busy. And I took the same assessment. I was completely embarrassed. I mean, I was like, I can never teach listening again. How can I teach this with that kind of score? And part of it is because when I'm busy, I do exactly what you just said. I'll pick my phone up and look at it because I got a text coming in. They need to respond. And so we do. We have to be very intentional. Uh, it, it, it is. It's an intentionality when it comes to listening. So the caring part. <laughs> I mean, I think when people are distracted, because they're really not good listeners, and we talked about previously that it is a learned skill. You can get better at it. If you're not a good listener, that's not who you're going to be forever. I mean, you can practice, drill, and rehearse and get better at it. Yeah, and that's what I hope people hear as we do this podcast, is think of everything we're talking about as a continuum. Because remember, we're talking about love leads to influence, which leads to transformation. And so remember, transformation is a process. So whatever tool we're talking about, think of a continuum. Where am I today? And how much better do I want to get at that? 
and start working on growing and improving. And listening is a great one that you can practice. So the slower listening model, um, again, uh, a lot of the transformational leadership tools were born out of experiences that you've had good and bad mostly bad you you shared <laughs> i hope after these last 20 years that at some point we move from mostly bad to mostly good but we'll see but still working on that <laughs> but great point so again uh slower uh let's start with the s and it's uh it's square up in silence I mean, let's jump into that yeah so square up all it means is like you just said lay your phone down you know turn your body turn your face towards the person that's talking to you. Don't be watching the television or have your back to them looking at a computer. And that's all that means is to square up with your whole body. Because remember, 55% of our communication is through our body language. And so when we're listening, 55% of whether people believe we're listening or not is through that body language. And we'll talk more as we go through the slower. Man, one of the hardest ones to learn. I mean, this may be, of, of everything we teach in communication, this may be the most difficult. Remain silent. Boy, is that hard. How many of us, when people are talking, our brains are already coming up with the answer three sentences into what they're saying? And, and we want to cut them off, finish their sentence for them. And remaining silence is so critical, especially if you are a leader that's an external processor. Okay? I'm an external processor. And so if you do that and you have people on your team, if you have family members that are internal processors, they may have the best ideas that you've ever heard in your life. You never get to hear them because you don't let them process, and we cut them off when they start talking. So practice silence. How do you know you're getting good at it? Other people have finished. Whoever you're talking to is finished. You can let five to ten seconds go by, and you're not uncomfortable. That's, that's, that's your test. Now, when you get to that place, you don't have to let five or ten seconds go by. You can let two or three go by. But how you'll know, how you'll really know, you can let a whole minute go by, and you can sit there with no twinge, no discomfort whatsoever. So you can physically practice silence and how to get better at it. Lord, help me because I'm listening, and I feel like I'm a pretty good listener, but I'm already formulating a response before you're even through. Now, I don't know if it's ADD. I don't know if my brain's running at a different speed, but just to clear my brain and concentrate 100% on, on what somebody's going to say, I don't know if that's the coach in me. I don't know if I'm a know-it-all. I I, it just It's, it's something I want to get better at. Right. Well, I think that's all of us. I mean, we all, I don't know that you can completely shut down your formulation, because people are wanting you most of the time to respond. Now, if it's your spouse and she's sharing, don't say anything. She just wants you to listen. Okay. And if you learn to do that, here's what's crazy. She'll start asking you for counsel. She'll start asking for advice. But if you start giving advice halfway into her just sharing, she'll probably never ask you for advice. And so learn to slow that brain down. Learn to know when someone just wants you to listen and learn to know when they want you to respond. Here's how you practice that. Someone shares something with you. Just ask them. Were you just wanting to share or are you looking for a response? I mean, I'm telling you that 95% of the people in the world will respect you by just asking that question. Uh, I was on a coaching call this morning on the way here with a, with a young married couple. 
And the wife looked at the husband and asked him a question. Now, I believed the question was really for me. Okay, but she asked him. And it went, the phone went completely dead silent. Nothing happened. Hey, we're on Skype, and I'm watching him. And he looked up, he goes, you know, honey, I don't think I know the answer to that question. Could we defer that to Ford? But I knew she really was wanting to ask me, but she didn't. And so I just sat silent. Now, most of us, if we have the answer, what do we want to do? We want to jump in and give it. But again, you can practice this, and it does take practice. I got to tell you, if you want to write something down, you can repeat that. Um, When someone is speaking and you're not sure, why not just ask them, are you just wanting to share or were you wanting me to respond? That is so good. That is so good. I well, thought I had everything in my manual. I didn't have that in my manual. <laughs> well, well it, because lots of times, and I'll even I'll even say to someone sometimes, especially because I'm you know I do coaching and and I don't do it the way most people do. A lot of coaches just ask questions, and and I do it through asking questions, telling stories, and giving counsel if people get stuck. So so sometimes I'll just look at them and say, "Could I give you some unsolicited counsel?" I mean, I'll just say it. You know, can I give you some advice you did not ask for? Because at this point, I think you probably need this, but but I'll say it. You know, so sometimes it's, are you just wanting to share that and have me listen so you can share it? Are you looking for counsel? But every once in a while, I'll say, could I share some unsolicited advice? Because you're about to get, you're about to lose your wife. <laughs> I don't want your children are about to never speak to you again. But my point is, yeah, that's rare. That that should be the exception. All right, working our way down through the acronym. So S, square up and listen in the slower listening model, and L lean in and listen uh, a great um, intentional tool to let people know they're engaging really that's right so when you're in a one-on-one conversation all you have to do sometimes is tilt your shoulders and your head in it's not like you have to lean all over them just tilt your head in lean your shoulders in be shaking your head up and down that's what lean in and listen means if you're in a, a team meeting don't be leaned back. Don't pull your chair three feet away from the table. Put your leg over the other leg. Cross your arms and lean back and look off into space. People know you're not listening. You lose credibility. Stay at the table. Lean in. Have some head nods. Let people know you're listening. That does not mean you agree. It just means you're listening. I love the Japanese culture because I learned this there. Uh, I went over there and was negotiating some stuff, and I came back home and started putting the contracts in place. And when I sent the contracts, they said, what are these? I said, well, didn't we agree on this? And they said no. So I looked at the culture, and I realized that when they're shaking their head, all they're saying is, I hear you, not I'm agreeing with you. And so I started adopting that in my listening skills is to say, you know, I hear you. I'm listening. It does not mean I agree. So S, square up and silence l lean in and listen o open posture plus some open-ended questions right and we've talked a little bit about the open posture already by you know not crossing your arms uh, being squared up that's what all that means remember 55 percent of all your communication inwardly or outwardly is your body language now open-ended questions is a real skill set and it does take some practice uh, a lot of employees, if you ask them, how are you doing today, they'll say, fine, and move on. Uh, if you say, do you have any ideas to share, they may say no. Uh, your children come home from school. What would you do today? Nothing. 
Learn to ask open-ended questions. If you're around a management table or any coaching kids, whatever, ask them, hey, as, as you've thought through what we're talking about right now, w- would you take just a minute, and they can not have really have a choice here, but take just a minute, process that, and come back to me with whatever idea you have around this subject. Now, you've asked, that's an open-ended question. Uh, hey, sweetie, I hope you had a good day at school. Uh, know their favorite class, who their friends are. Tell me what you did in math class. What did you do in gym? Who'd you have lunch with? What'd y'all talk about? Now, if you if your children are raised with those kinds of questions, then they know you're not being nosy, that you're interested. If you wait till they're teenagers and you ask those questions, then they may think, why is mom and dad being so nosy about my day? But if you start doing it earlier, then it's just a part of your culture. So those open-ended questions, again, they can be learned. And all it means is it can't be answered with one word. Really good stuff. I'm just sitting here when you're talking. If you're a parent and you're listening, uh, if you got young kids, you want to talk about a head start. You want to talk about it, getting it right. Uh, I had older kids when I went through this, and I always thought I was good at this. But you know what? I wasn't. You know, and there was a lot of work that had to be done, and a lot of changing the way I thought, the way I think um, about parenting. Parents, listen to what we are saying. Ford's not going to say it. This will change your relationships forever if you learn these tools, implement them into your parenting style. Yeah, and let's remember transformation is a process. In, in PW or I, neither one of us are perfect at this. I want you to hear that. We still make mistakes. We still pick up that phone and look at our text at the dinner table. The question is, how much can we get away from that? How much can we move into this and away from the other? And that takes practice. But none of us are perfect. So Absolutely. don't don't put that on yourself. Absolutely. So square up and uh, be silent. Lean in and listen. Open posture with open-ended questions. W, willing to be engaged. Yeah, that's a big one, okay? Uh, can you show with your body language, with your head nod, w- with everything you have, can you show a willingness to be in that conversation? Or do you look like you're trying to hurry up, get this one over with, so I can get on to the next one? Does your tone of voice on the phone, does it sound like, boy, let's hurry up and get this done? Or can you use these first three to prove that you are willing to be engaged? Now, another use that we use of that acronym and a lot of people like this better. It's your choice. You could use the word wait. Okay? So a willingness to listen means you're waiting for people to finish. So if you want to use wait, you can think of it this way. This is not my original. I don't know where it came from, or I would give credit. But it means, why am I talking? And so, but, but willingness and wait basically mean the same thing. Or the E is eye contact. And, I mean, if there's, if there's something you can teach a kid at a very young age, this is it eye contact more adults need to learn this too but just look someone in the eye when they're talking absolutely it's amazing when a a teenager comes in and shakes your hand and maintains eye contact you know that parent has taught that child and when they go in to apply for a job and they're doing it the next hundred aren't i got news for you they just got a leg up because it shows confidence not pride but it shows confidence in who they are so all of us understand and remember, on this one, it can be culturally sensitive. Okay, some countries, eye contact, in case people are listening from some of those countries, eye contact 
is culturally sensitive. It can be a sign of disrespect. So in, if that's in your culture, be careful with that one. But in most cultures, it's a big one. I'm Pat Williams, host of the Ford Taylor Talks podcast. Here today with Ford Taylor. Ford, we're talking about listening. And a great tool uh, in the transformational leadership tool belt is the slower listening model. And last but not least in our slower acronym, is the R, relax, respond, and repeat if necessary. That is correct. And this kind of goes back to the one we talked about a little bit earlier. How do you respond? Do you say, do you just want me to listen? Or are you looking for me to respond? So you might ask that question. Uh, also, all these other tools, all these other acronyms right above of it, right above this one is showing that you're relaxed. And so when people finish talking, remain silent, lean in, open that body language, that posture, and all of a sudden you look very relaxed. So this is a repeat of that one. And when you respond, you have to know, do I ask a question? So can I repeat back to you what I think I just heard, especially if you're dealing with an angry person, because they may not remember what they just said because they got a pea brain, but especially there. But can I repeat back what I just heard? just to be sure I heard, because remember, not only if people want to know they've been listened to, they also want to know that they've been heard. And so a leadership skill is listening, but it takes it to another level. When your children, when your spouse, when your employees, when your athletes, when they feel, when the students in the classroom, when they feel that they've been heard, that takes your listening to a whole nother level. Lord, I know this sounds extreme, but if a husband or a wife could just learn one thing out of everything that we're teaching, if they could learn to be a better listener and take what we've uh, shared here today with the slower listening model, it could literally save their marriage. Yeah, PW, you know, I teach this, and, I, and at times I think I'm pretty good at it. And, and I, I went home one day, and when I got there, my wife was telling me about her day, which I want her to do. Right, and this is after I've gotten pretty good at this stuff, and and then she went into something that happened with one of our children, and boy, as soon as she finished, I started giving her counsel, you know. And this is after knowing that she may ask for my counsel because she does a lot now, and as soon as I did, her whole countenance changed. I mean, it just her countenance changed. She picked up; she'd been watering the flowers. She picked up the water bucket and just turned and started watering again. She didn't show that she was mad, but just my response. And so this time, what I used to would have done, what I would have felt disrespected, I would have left the room, my brain would have got small. But because I know how important the slower is, I went over to her, I turned her around, and I took the water bucket away from her. And I looked at her and I said, Honey, that response was absolutely stupid. I'm so sorry. I was wrong. Will you forgive me for that? And will you hold me accountable to li to listen when you just want to be heard and not try to give you counsel? Is there anything else I owe you an apology for? Her countenance immediately changed back to where it was, and I said, can I have one more shot at that? And she said yes. And I said, thank you so much for sharing with me about what happened during your day. So in one minute, Instead of having a two-week argument or a two-hour fight and being miserable at dinner, knowing the tool, knowing I just broke 
what I know is the right thing to do and being able to come back with another tool, which is the six-step apology, intimacy returned, and our marriage was right back where it was one minute earlier when I completely blew it. That's really, really good, Ford. Um, a great podcast with great information. And again, when we talked about doing this, I asked you, what do you want to get out of this? What, are we, I mean, what, what outcome do we hope to achieve? And you said, I, you know, I just want to help people. So if someone can get better at listening, it could really change their life. Let's wrap it up, my brother. Thank you for sharing the slower listening model today. Yeah. Thank you, PW. You're always just such a joy to be with. And I just want our audience to remember that what if we were the kind of leader that could make 100 leaders, that could make 100 leaders, that could transform individuals, organizations, cities, and nations? What if we had the kind of leaders that could have a positive impact on all the people around them? How do we do that? We learn to love, which gives us influence, which lets us transform. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ford Taylor Talks. For more information and resources to help you love, influence, and transform, please visit FordTaylorTalks.com.